Berg is heading out on vacation and Sam's been going back and forth too. Um, so uh, it's just me again today. So let's begin. We're going to be talking about the fifth Sunday after Pentecost and the focus is going to be on the Good Samaritan. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, in your deep compassion, you rescue us from whatever may hurt us. Teach us to love you above all things and to love our neighbors as ourselves. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Leviticus chapter 19. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, neither shall you gather the gleanings after, you harvest, after your harvest. And you shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. You shall not steal. You shall not deal falsely. You shall not lie to one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely and so profane, profane the name of, the, of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wages of a hired servant shall not remain with you all night until the morning. You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall do no injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from Colossians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from, our, from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and growing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard... We have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading is taken from Luke chapter 10. Behold, a lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three, do you think, proved to be the neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The lawyer asked Jesus, seeking to justify himself, Who is my neighbor? Literally, the word neighbor means anyone who is near. Anyone who is near you is your neighbor. Thomas is right behind the camera here. He's near. He's my neighbor right now. Now, we typically haven't thought about it this way, or maybe you haven't thought about it this way. I've been thinking about it as I'm preparing for Sunday's sermon, that you are Jesus' neighbor. And Jesus is near. Think about that. The Apostle Paul reminds us the Lord is near. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. The Lord is near. The Lord is near you through his word. That's how he comes among us. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. The Lord is near. The Lord is near wherever his word is. That's what he's promised. The Apostle Paul also says the word is near you in your heart or in your mouth and in your heart. That is this word of faith that we proclaim. That if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus comes by his spirit at work through his word to save, by his name and word, with his word proclaimed itself, and with that word attached to the bread and wine, the Lord is near. The Lord is with you. He doesn't pass by you. He comes to be with you. Now, he first uh, came to you when you were baptized, and and 
He promised there at your baptism that he would take up residence with you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God takes up residence with you. And he promised, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Now he comes to us by his word. And what he does is he binds our wounds. He forgives our sins. He gives us hope and a future. He promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And he takes care of us. I mean, think about how he takes care of us. He, he brings us into the inn, if you will, of his church. And he pays for everything. Everything with regard to your salvation has been bought and paid for in his suffering, death, and resurrection. And now he, he applies these gifts into our heart and brings them into our hearts and lives. We're not very good neighbors to each other given our fallen nature. Often like the priest in Jesus' parable or the, the Levite, who should have known better, by the way, um, we live for ourselves. So we pass by on the other side of, of people in need. Often we do that. And this Sunday, again, we'll confess that, right? When in this gospel reading that uh, the right answer of what we should do is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And notice what we do uh, right after the invocation. We confess that we have not loved you, God, with our whole heart. and We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We fail at this. We truly do. But God comes not only to uh, be our neighbor, but to, to make us neighbors to others as his word has its way in our lives. And notice what happens, too, in, in the text um, that Jesus says uh, to the innkeeper, you know, whatever doesn't cover, um, I'll take care of you when I come back, right? And our Lord, when he comes again in glory, will... Well, He'll make sure to take care of everything, right? And um, provide uh, for all that we need. In fact, when he talks about uh, the sheep, they've simply been caring for others, especially the least among them. And Jesus said uh, in Matthew 25, as he's looking to the judgment day, he says of, of the sheep, uh, whatever, you know, when they say, well, when did we help you? When did we be a neighbor to you? Like, Jesus, the good Samaritan, right? He said, whenever, whenever you did this to the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. And you think of Jesus as he's the good Samaritan in the story, right? The Samaritans um, were despised by the Jews, but so was Jesus. They didn't believe him to be the Christ. And notice what is said about Jesus. He was despised and rejected by men. But what does he do for those men and women and all the people on this earth? He suffers and dies for us. He rises from the dead. And now he comes to be with us, to bind our wounds, to give us hope and a future through the forgiveness of our sins. So that's kind of what I'll be talking about this Sunday. And I thought uh, a hymn that uh, Contour Atherton picked out um, picks up on that where charity and love prevail is the hymn. And the first line, where charity and love prevail, their God is ever found. So that's where the word of God is bearing fruit. And that's where 
um, Jesus as being our neighbor uh, to us through his word and sacrament and through us into the hearts and lives of others. So I'll, um, I'll sing verses 1, 3, and 5. Where charity and love prevail, there God is ever found, brought here together by Christ's love. By love are we thus bound. Forgive we now each other's faults, as we our faults confess. And let us love each other well in Christian holiness. Let us recall that in our midst dwells Christ his only Son, as members of his body joined, we are in him made one. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you Sunday.